0: My name is Doug, and there's my cute mental neuroses. I was actually going to do a no applause esque, uh, like, the only show that says this, and then I remembered that I actually have an opening for this show. But I will do it because I just teased it, and why should I hold out on you guys? Something so silly and trivial. I was going to say, Welcome to Damn, the only show that says, I've never been to a party. Do they hurt? That's, of course, a quote from Invader Zim, one of my favorites, in fact. So. There's a lot of stuff on the list you cannot see, which is weird because I didn't think I had a lot to talk about, but I added a few things. We'll get uh, right into it. If you follow us on social media, which I will talk about later, we have a new logo. It looks fantastic. It's clean. It's corporate. uh, It's sleek. It's sexy. I'm so happy that we finally managed to go through all of the birthing pains of the rebranding process. I mean, we could feasibly go through and try to change our names on twitter and facebook without losing pages and and, and that i wouldn't wouldn't do that to you guys and i wouldn't do that to myself maybe just instead of being bacn podcast and stuff like that we would become bacn network it's something that you know if it's easy we'll do it if it's hard we won't um that's just it's not uh, to me it's not a huge thing so i mean as long as uh the mail servers work and the website's you know always there and you know in in the words of um jesse eisenberg playing mark zuckerberg in um social network, like, we never go down. That's what between us and the other guys, like, we never go down. Um, And if we do go down, there's a cute little under construction page with the doozers from the fraggles on it, because why wouldn't there be? So, new logo, great. Uh, It's on our social media. Um, It's on our website now. Um, Weirdly enough, our logo only appears in one place on the website proper. I mean, it's all over the variant covers, when I could include it, but in terms of actually uploading, like, you know, I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to, to redo, like, nine gajillion pages on the website. Nope. Nope. I just had to do one. Just the landing page. Just the index. Oh, shit. I just realized. I haven't said the one thing I was supposed to say at the beginning, actually. So here I am at the Robusto room again, uh, recording. I love this place. Come on down. Great happy hours. Uh, I think we have a cigar happy hour. I don't know. It's, like, spend... Oh, there's a there's a sign there. I can just read it. Uh, if you spend twenty five dollars on cigars, uh, you get a free well drink uh, or a draft beer. So that's always nice. But uh, you know, I don't know if that counts as like, if I if I bought like three or four packs of cigarettes, I'll bet you they'd kick you a drink if you're a heavy smoker um, and a light drinker. Apparently, I'm the complete opposite. I'm uh, a bit of a heavy drinker and a light smoker. Uh, well, I'm a pretty average smoker. I'm not yeah yeah. We're not gonna get we're not gonna do that right now. Uh, we will get into something later. I'm um, gonna have a real moment. Uh, actually, there'll be a couple real moments. Looking at the list you cannot see. I'm gonna speaking of the BACN, uh, we are gonna be launching the Knapsack podcast, uh, which is um, Emma from D20 uh, Proof and her friends. Shit, I've already forgotten the guy's name. Ryan, so yet another Ryan. Ryan and Peter uh, doing uh, improv comedy. Um, I think I talked about it last week. Where I said it on one of their shows. They're really funny. Um, they've I need to double-check in, in our Dropbox if they've got, us, got me the first two episodes, but we are going to get the webpage up and running and then get everything submitted to iTunes, so really, probably a week, maybe two. Um, I know I'm going to lose the entire weekend to NDK, or uh which is Denver's biggest uh, anime and, and cosplay convention uh, in downtown Denver. We are uh, covering that for press, so I am prepping for that. I'm trying to get everything ready to make it as smooth as humanly possible. Um, Except for the bombshell that Deb dropped on me, that because of her um, transition from one job to another one, she's going to be really busy and she may not be able to take pictures and be at panels. She will be there for the interviews schedule, uh, you know, if possible. Um, I'd like her to be there because basically she's a really good interviewer. Really good interviewer, uh, better than me, which is ironic since I was a journalism major for all of five minutes. And Lizzie's better than me too, but Debs has got a knack for it. I, it's 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 eerie. I was I was thinking in the shower a couple of days ago. You know, shower thoughts, and I was like, okay, well, if I'm you know, kind of the brains, I'm, I'm a lot of the back end of of the BACN. Um, I'm also kind of you know the face of it or the voice of it. Being on, I'm I'm on you know so many shows. Sadly, weirdly, not sadly, but weirdly, no one person should have this much shit to talk about. Literally every week across so many odd shows but uh, I don't shut up. So, but I was like, if I'm the brains and then Deb would kind of be the heart, um, maybe Lizzie's the face. And he and I started texting like literally the day after that, and I'm bringing it up right now so I can get it for posterity's sake verbatim. Uh, Oops, I closed something on my phone, I shouldn't have. That, you know, he and I were talking and I said, you know, honestly, I was trying to attribute what we do in this company this morning, I guess it was that same day. And I figured I'm the brains, Deb's the heart, and you are the fa- you are the face, question mark? And he's like, ha ha ha, sure, why not? And then I decided to turn into A-Team, and I was like, or you're like the face, I'm Hannibal, and Deb is B.A. Barakas. And he, like, ha ha ha, uh, described me as I'm Hannibal with a little Murdoch thrown in, and I was like, all caps, done. That may be one of the best ways anyone's ever described me, ever, that I'm like Hannibal with a little Murdoch thrown in from the A-Team. So, uh, we're prepping for NDK. Hopefully we see another huge uptick from the coverage of NDK, which leads me to, once again, I, you know, I don't say that any other show, and I'm sorry, but because I, I probably associate people that listen to Dan as being a, a quote-unquote captive audience, um, you've come to me, and I cling, and I hold you for, you know, 15, 20 minutes and go, please, just let me, you know, talk my thoughts at you, and, uh, and please love me. Um, you know, like comedians always seek out love. They need that constant validation because they're broken inside, and so am I. The business is still picking up a lot of steam. Every couple days I check the numbers, and every day I'm a little happier and a little more afraid because, you know, you talk a big game um, about, oh, I want to be successful, I want to do this, and then you start seeing the upward trend and you're like, holy shit, um, we're getting popular, and like, what do we do now? And, you know, what's the reality of monetizing this? And, you know, how do we keep it free? How do we keep putting out quality shows? What's the next step? And, you know, when, when are we going to start publishing? Uh, which is a thing uh, with the, the fear agents that I've talked about before. We're, we're, we're definitely on an upswing. And I, I, once again, couldn't be more happy or more afraid, but it's a good fear. Uh, it, it's, it's not a fear of success. It's the fear of failure after success which it really is just part and parcel of owning your own business. It's not a straight shot. You don't always succeed, uh, right away. You don't always succeed. Ultimately there might be a bunch of hiccups or a lot of hiccups or one big hiccup that totally fucks you. Um, I don't know how a hiccup would fuck you, but I'd imagine that'd be the strangest orgasm of all time. Let's get into the real shit and the real shit's not going to get super fucking deep, super dub Well, we're going to get deep into some stuff. But it's not going to be, I'm not going to have like a mental breakdown and start crying on the show. Well, but I don't know, that could happen. Um, I doubt it in terms of the topics that I'm looking at. Last week, I kind of teased uh, my religious background, zzz, backgrounds, and I wanted to get more into that because it obviously informs who I am, how I react to the world, how I react to people, Why not why I stay away from people. I, I, I do that because I like persons, but I hate people. Um, it's ironic being that my day job, I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in a, uh, not, I'm in a position where I have to put on that plastic fucking smile and, uh, yes, uh, no, sir on that one. And, you know, it's funny because the minute it drops, you can see the real me and everyone's like, it's so ironic that, you know, you're in the hospitality industry and you're not hospitable at all when you're not at work. And I'm like, yeah, you pay me to be hospitable. Other than that, fuck off. My religious backgrounds. My mom is Jewish, which I know makes me Jewish, but it's that David Cross thing. It's like, it's an ancient, uh, not ancient, well, ancient, I guess, I mean, thousands of years, uh, dogmatic law, religious law, and it's because they were so heavily persecuted that they did this dogmatic law that said, if your mom's Jewish, you're Jewish. That way there was the, the propagation of the religion. It was to keep the religion, the people going if, you know, I don't know, a holocaust happened. So, my mom's Jewish, my dad's Catholic, um, so no matter what, I was going to be bred with, bred in with guilt. And really, I wasn't raised super fucking religious at all. Um, celebrate Christmas, Easter, um, what I call kind of the commercial Christian holidays. Uh, my mom was worried that I would be um, segregated against if, if, you know, I, I was Jewish really early on, um, she ran up against anti-semitism, and I think wanted to protect me from that, not knowing, you know, that, you know well, I mean, I, I mean, there's still anti-semitism, I'm not going to say it's gone, but I mean, I can appreciate her stance on that. And when I was in my very early teens, my parents sat me down and went, um, and it wasn't like totally after-school special or like detention, they just went, and you know, we'd like to talk to you about God. And I was like, Okay. They're like, do you want to choose a religion? You're old enough now, you can make that choice. And they presented Judaism and Catholicism. And, you know, being early teens, I looked the Catholicism went, no sex, no drugs, no rock and roll. No thank you. And Joe's Judaism. Now, I'm not Jewish. I'm an atheist, actually, which will become abundantly clear by the end of this entire journey. I studied the Jewish faith and hit my, you know, like mid-teens, uh, late teens, angry at the world, angry at everything, and went, you know, I'm not buying this whole, you know, angry father figure shaking his finger at me from thousands of years ago and watches over me and, you know, heaven and hell or shul or whatever, but I mean, I looked at it as, well, here's your moral code. All right, and there are some good stories. They're in a funny language, but there are some good stories. Um, I up taking a class in college called The Bible is Literature, which takes the Bible and Got kind of to look at it as a series of um, moral fables, or, um, there's, there's a word for that that's not coming up uh, in my brain, um, you know, morality tales, and looked at it from a literary standpoint. And of course, the Bible, there's a whole bunch of fucking loopholes, uh, 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 holes, uh, plot holes. The fact that I can't think of that word for a moral fable is driving me insane, but anywho, it'll come to me, probably while I'm editing this tomorrow. So... You know, I mean, I've studied the Bible, uh, Old Testament, New Testament, and just didn't... I, 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 I mean, I like the Ten Commandments, um, but I don't think we need to be told anymore that, you know, you shouldn't kill or steal. Um, fuck a golden calf, I don't give a shit. You know, as any rebellious teenager will do, I, of course, got into Satanism, which I think is what I touched on last week. Um, I have been to a black mass. Um, it is very energetic, and a little awkward at some points. The first half of the Satanic Bible by Anton LaVey is a great read. Honestly, it's a great read. It gets into the dogmatic law, it lays it out, and basically every fucking religion is the golden rule. Treat others as you would have them treat you. It's just a matter of how you react. Uh, Old Testament, eye for an eye. New Testament, turn the other cheek. Satanism, like, come back at them twice as hard. Um, you know, retribution. Cold and cruel. So, you know, there was Satanism. Second half of the book's all about, like, the nine gates and summoning fireball, butt-blowing demons, and uh, it's bullshit. Never seen it, don't believe in it, moving on. I did study Bushido, the way of the samurai, and uh, lived that way for seven months of my life. Uh, that was enlightening. I have looked into Buddhism, not for me at all. I hate too much. Can't. You know, just can't give up the hate on that one. Looked into Transcendental medica- uh, Meditation and and um, and uh, Tantric uh, Energy Meditation. Got some use out of that, uh, sexy-wise, but uh, really not, not my thing. Uh, my brain doesn't quiet down based on a near photographic memory. My brain is constantly on. Um, I suffer from insomnia. I have to drink, which we'll get into in a bit. I have to drink sometimes to slow my brain down or Make it be quiet. Um, I had a girlfriend who knew that. um, She's like, you always have, like, a couple beers right before you have to go to bed. I'm like, yeah, so I don't wake up in the middle of the fucking night with, like, nine-story ideas and start working on a website at three in the morning because I can't sleep because my brain won't turn off. I have been around the religious block. Like I said, I'm an atheist. I'm not a militant atheist. I don't care about anything. I don't care. As long as you're not hurting someone who doesn't want to be hurt, I don't give a shit. Um, And that's not an excuse for violence. It's not like, well, this guy's annoying me and obviously wants to be punched in the head. No, don't do that. Just ignore him because he's a prick. You know, let him be a prick. Karma will get him. Yet another belief system. So, I don't believe in heaven or hell. I don't believe in reincarnation. Sorry. I think when you die, it's lights out. We're all worm food except for my uh, hands and nails. uh, Dead. So, um, you know, my, my ghost uh, shuffles off, uh, shuffles loose this mortal coil and, uh, stops driving my meat machine. So there you go. That's what I believe. I'm sorry if I lose a few listeners on this one. Um, but it's not out of ignorance. It's not out of, I've had actual religious, I, I honestly, I know that. And at the time I honestly thought I was talking to God and I wasn't on drugs. I might've been on drugs, not a lot of drugs. though. uh, nothing hard. Uh, but I, I honestly, like, uh, was in my car, and, and I, I was asking questions to the universe, to God, to Yahweh, to the flying spaghetti monster, to whoever would really listen, to Odin, you know? And I, I felt like someone was, was there, and it was comfortable, and I I think the answers I got were already in my head, and I was just externalizing them to be comfortable with the decisions I had to make at that point that that were these huge personal decisions, which I can't remember what they were now. But obviously, they didn't affect me that much. So I I honestly, like, I I will say, like, you know, I think I've talked to God, but then again, like, I can rationalize it and say, you know, I probably had the answers, and I needed something, something else, someone else to tell me them so that I would accept them, because I wouldn't accept them from myself initially. So, man, there you go. Uh, lastly, and this one gets kind of back into what we were just talking about, I was listening to uh, You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes that's the host Uh, his guest was Dan Harmon, creator of Community, uh, co-creator of Rick and Morty I think I talked about this a little bit last week and uh, uh, Harmon Quest, creator of Harmon Quest co-creator of Harmon Quest I guess because the Game Master guy is a big part of it but anyway, Pete Holmes was talking with Dan Harmon, and they got this conversation that really interested me, or this aspect of this conversation that really interested me, where Dan Harmon was drawing a line between alcoholism and uh, heavy drinking. And I know I've made jokes uh, socially that I'm an extremely high-functioning alcoholic, but hearing Dan Harmon talk about it kind of put it into perspective for me where he's like, I don't think I'm an alcoholic. I think I'm a heavy drinker, but I think there's a difference. And I started thinking about it uh, in terms of my own life and a few friends. And I, I did talk about this. I, I touched on it a little bit on last week's No Applause. Um, but we did back off because obviously we don't want to turn No Applause into an episode of Damn and we don't, you know, I, I needed the material for Damn. Yeah, I'm, I'm a heavy drinker. Part of it is to shut down, you know, not shut down, but quiet my brain when I don't need it to be on constantly. When I'm on this show. Well, I drink for uh, on a couple of the shows, um, but that's for social fun reasons. I don't necessarily need to drink to have fun on D20 Proof or DAMN. I think for DAMN it helps me kind of loosen up and uh, move uh, tangentially through conversation. Um, I know this one is gonna be running long, but I mean when you get into drinking and religion, <laughs> not together, I think we're gonna have a longer show. So, bear with me. I'm, I'm almost at the end. Uh, I haven't made any dick jokes. I'm sorry. So, um, oh, no, I made the orgasm joke, uh, earlier. So there you go. I think I'm a happy drinker. I don't think I'm an alcoholic. Now I'm using the parameters in that if I quit drinking, unlike Archer from the show Archer, the cumulative hangover wouldn't kill me. Um, I've known people that when they quit drinking, they go, oh, I need to cut, you know, I need to just quit drinking for like two weeks to prove it to myself. Okay. A, that's alcoholism and B, they have extreme adverse physical reactions. I don't think that would happen to me. I've gone, you know, days without drinking just because I don't feel like it, I don't have the opportunity, uh, I had to get shit done, whatever the reasons, and I don't get a shit ton of sweats or shakes or freak out. Like, I, I, I just look at it the way I, when I used to smoke pot, and then quit. I just stopped. I didn't quit. I mean, I don't smoke pot anymore, but the, I, I made the distinction of that I'm, I'm gonna stop smoking pot. Because if you say quit, then you can't do it again, and that, there's a mental reinforce there. You just say, I'm stopping it, well, you can always pick it up again, or jump in and jump out. So it, it's easier language for your body and brain to, to understand, I think, and one informs the other. Brain informs the body ghost informs meat prison that it's you know stuck in or meat machine I think was the the one I said so I mean I've never gone like oh my god I have totally fucked up I need to quit drinking or I've totally fucked up and I need to take some time off and you know um, I mean I did take some time off I quit drinking for a while during the intense therapy I've talked about um, just because at the time I know I had issues that I was using alcohol to numb um, and I wanted to get through those emotions and process them. Now it's a point of my brain doesn't turn off and I, I, I need to turn off sometimes. Um, I can't wake up in the middle of the night at three in the morning and think, oh shit, well, time to get working on that webpage and time to do this on guidebook for NDK and da 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 It's like, no, you're gonna have time for that later. Go back to sleep, brain. So, you know, and I don't think there's anything wrong with this only so like being a heavy drinker as long as you're a heavy drinker responsibly. Um, At home, uh, I don't drive drunk, except for that one time I talked about, like a month ago, which was dumb and stupid, and I'm never going to do that again. But, you know, I mean, I can, you know, have, you know, a couple beers, a couple shots, and and enjoy myself, uh, you know, every couple nights, and I, I don't care. I know alcoholism is defined by you have, like, more than two drinks at a sitting, and you drink... Uh, more often than twice a week, which I think is ridiculous. Because if you have two beers a day, or you drink, you know, what, a six-pack in f- in a five-day period, uh, you're an alcoholic, which I don't agree with. Uh, I think it's bullshit. Sorry, don't believe in it. So, I just wanted to really clear that up. You know, I mean, there's no way I'm getting blackout drunk and watching as much shit as I do and remembering everything, drinking as much as I do, and keeping and maintaining... The, the show quality and, and show production um, that we do with with all of our shows, like there's no way I couldn't I, I couldn't be a down and out alcoholic and not have the output that I do um, in terms of creativity, in terms of profession professional stuff that I do for the network with the web pages and website. Like there's no way. Like I would just be getting blasted every night, and that's kind of my definition of the alcoholic where. He's getting blasted every night because he's trying to avoid some bullshit and it just has to get fucking wasted and has adverse physical reactions when they quit, which I've never had. So, so there, aha, I win alcohol, I guess. I don't know. So that's it. That's the list you cannot see. Like I said, went a little long, but you know, I, I had some kind of topics I really wanted to cover. Like I said, we were going to go deep. Uh, I didn't have a mental breakdown, so that's good. Uh, So we'll be back uh, next week, and I'll uh, talk NDK, I'm sure, uh, as well as everything else. And Anything else you guys want to hear me talk about, it doesn't matter if it's me-centric. You could ask me a question. You could just be wondering what my opinion is on something, or just want to hear me talk about unicorns. That'd be fine. You know, I've got stuff to say about unicorns, I'm not going to right now. Let's chamber that. But let us know on Twitter at uh, BACN Podcast um, and on uh, Facebook at BACN Podcast um, or info at BACN.com. Oh, I'm sorry, BACN Podcast.com. And I'll get to them. Uh, any listener submissions that get chucked at me, uh, mark them for Dan, mark them for Mr. Wright. Um, go check out, you know, all of our other shows. You're going to hear me say that at the end of the show. Sorry. Let's just wrap this up. So, from Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been... I'm Doug. And then from Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been... My Acute Mental Neuroses. Good night, Internet. If you like this, check out some of our other shows, such as No Applause, Just the Clap. Damn, Exotic Liability and others at www.bacnpodcast.com or by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher.